Welcome to the One City Church audio experience. My name is Jesse Dan Yusuf and I serve as the lead pastor. Our vision is to see everyone everywhere becoming one with God and our mission is to bring heaven to earth in our city as it is in heaven. Right now, we are preparing for the official launch of our church on Sunday, the 1st of October, 2023, and we are inviting you to be a part of this special move of God. For more information, you can visit our website, www.one-city.org, or follow us on social media at One City Online. Now let's listen to the message. Welcome to One City Church. We exist to see everyone everywhere becoming one with God. About the past 10 weeks, we have been going through what we call the pillars of one city. We've been going through the pillars of one city, amen, which we call our values as well. For those of you unaware, we're having the official launch of our church on the 1st of October, 2023. is launch Sunday, and we are 91 days to one city launch and 88 days, 89 days to the conference that will be launching one city. Amen. Amen. There's a lot that we have to cover as a family. And what we're going to be doing in the coming weeks is we're going to be doing a series called Foundations. And and what we'll be trying to do is plant our feet deep into what we believe God is calling us, not just to be, but to do. The next 15 weeks or so is going to be like a school. So I want you to come with open hearts, number one. Number two, I want you to come willing and ready to learn. Amen. Amen. So we're starting this series called Foundations. Everyone say Foundations. Very quickly, I want us to read um, Hebrews 11. We're going to be dwelling particularly on verse 10. Amen. That's why we're doing this series, Foundations. And what we'll be trying to do is trace our journey to building one city church. Amen. On the foundations of God. Now, whenever you hear me say one city church, I'm not talking about this tent. I'm not talking about a building, about a people, and that is you. I'm talking about you, amen, because the anchor text for our church is from Zechariah 8, verse 21. It says, the peoples of one city shall say to us, let us go and seek the Lord. Let us go and worship our God. Let us go and seek favor from him. Let us go and bless him. So it says, the peoples of what? one city. So I'm not talking about a tent. I'm not talking about an institution. I'm not talking about a building. I'm talking about a people. Amen. Because a city without a people is nothing. So we'll see that there's a link between what's happening on our house of prayers and what on Sunday. So on Tuesday, we prayed from Zechariah 4.9 and it was a prophetic word from prophet Zechariah to the governor of Judah, Babel. Babel led the people of God um, out of captivity from Babylon, had led the people back. Amen. And one of the things the Lord tasked him to do, to rebuild the temple. Amen. And they faced many oppositions from within and without. They even reported them to um, Cyrus. It was Cyrus, uh, I think, before Cyrus, I can't remember who, but he had stopped, the emperor had stopped the had stopped the working of building the temple. But Cyrus came and said, they can now build. So the prophetic word from Zechariah to Zerubbabel was this. Surely, as you have laid the foundations, you will what? 
complete it. Later, we see in Zechariah 8, 9, again, that the word of the Lord came through Zechariah and he told them that you who were there at the building of the foundations, he says, and that you that who were present at the building of the foundations and you who heard the prophetic word, he said what? Strengthen your hands. Amen. Strengthen your hands. Glory to God. And by the grace of God, our, the remainder of our journey in the year, we are going to be led by the prophetic word of God and we will be responding in obedience. We will be strengthening our hands because surely there is discouragement within and without. Glory to God. But we have a sure word from God. Hallelujah. We have a sure word from God. Glory to God. Amen. Okay. That is from our prayers. I, I really want to encourage you. Don't miss Tuesday night house of prayers. Glory to God. Okay, so we now go back to Hebrews 11 verse 10. It says, Abraham was looking forward. Abraham was what? Looking forward. Abraham was what? Looking forward. Do you know we're in the second half of the year? Many of us, we're not looking forward to anything. Rather, we are looking backwards. We are looking backwards for looking at what we've lost. Relationships we've lost. Monies we've lost. Things that are no longer in our life. And we are asking ourselves, if only we still had this. If only we still had this. And some of you have even contemplating going back to that toxic relationship. Hear the word of the Lord now. Thus says the Lord. No. <laughs> Amen. Catch yourself, whoever that's for. But listen, I want us to live intentional lives. The first thing, what did, what did the author of Hebrews says? He says, Abraham was looking forward. Hallelujah. We prayed from Genesis 13. And we see Abraham and his nephew, their staff, get into a heat. In, in start, there's a friction between them. And Abraham called his nephew and said, listen, you're my king. I don't want us to have any beef. I don't want no ill will between us. Just look at the land. Anywhere you go, I will go in the opposite direction. Lord's answer should have been, the hand of the Lord is upon you. I will stay with you and I will control my men. Let us see how we should handle this. But Lord, the Bible says he looked and he saw the land towards Sodom and it looked good. It looked good. And that's Lot and his family. They moved towards the city of Sodom. Listen, not every green grass is real grass. Some is carpet grass. We are looking over our neighbors. We are competing with people. We are, we are competing with things and some people have put up a facade. Some people have put up a life that you're competing with and there is nothing there. What did the Lord tell Abraham? Lift up your eyes. Hallelujah. He said what? Lift up your eyes. Look to the north. Look to the south. Look to the east. Look to the west. Everyone said, I have given you and your descendants. Glory to God. Amen. Abraham was looking forward. If the Lord has given you the whole earth, tell me, what, there's nothing that will satisfy you until you find what the Lord has shown you. So many of us, we are chasing emptiness. We are chasing carcasses. 
Abraham was looking forward to a city. He was looking forward. I'm telling you this morning, uh, uh, the Lord is speaking, I believe, through me, and he's telling you, it's time to face your front. It's time to look forward. Tell your neighbor, face your front. Do it without looking beside, looking at this. <laughs> Amen. Says what? Look forward. That's the first thing I'm telling you this morning. Amen. Amen. Look forward. Number two, what was he looking forward to? He was looking forward to a city with foundations. That's a very deep thing. Is there a city that doesn't have any foundation? So Abraham saw the cities of Sodom. He saw the cities of um, well, the surrounding cities. Uh, 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 Gomorrah. Tell me, what are the other ones? I think Egypt was, was around at the time. He saw all those cities. And he saw that that is not the city built by God. He said, this city is a city without foundations. Are you listening to me? Amen. So many of us know that where, what we are aiming for will never satisfy us. But we are still going for it because we care about more what it looks like than what it is built on. The Lord is saying through the author of Hebrews, Abraham was looking forward to a city which has foundations. Amen. Amen. And who is the architect and the builder of that foundation? God. Amen. God is what? The architect, the designer, the maker, the planner, and what? The builder of the foundations of the city that Abraham was looking for. Have you heard the story of how Abuja was formed? You know, it's because where everybody's beefing with everybody, this literally exists. Because we have, what, 500 um, languages, dialects, ethnic groups, something like that. And because the government wanted to shift the capital from Lagos to somewhere more central. So they chose, they saw, um, the story is they were flying over Nigeria and they saw, I don't know if it's Zuma Rock or Aso Rock, and whoever saw it was used there. Now, politicians opposed it. In fact, a famous politician, I think it was Awolowo, opposed it so much, he said that when he's elected president, he will go and call Walt Disney to turn Abuja into a Disney park. He opposed it so much. The planners really wanted something, you know, central, a center of unity. These are human beings that build cities. The foundation of Abuja is so that, at least on paper, that Nigeria will have a central place of administration. Are you with me? And we see new cities springing up. Abuja has been growing by 20 to 30 percent in the past how many years? We keep seeing new cities springing up. I don't know how many of you saw the city in Saudi Arabia that is being built, the, the long glass thing. How many of us saw that? And they are trying to build as a long-term plan, you know, that they are trying to accomplish, that they are trying to, to do. These are men that are thinking forward for their future of their kingdoms or their nations. There are cities like that that have been built by men just probably because they wanted to achieve something for the sake of their nation or their kingdom. Abraham was looking forward to a city whose architect and builder is God. He was looking forward to a city whose architect and builder is God. Hallelujah. Whose architect and builder is God. Now, he says the city has foundations. Now, I want to ask you, or some of you may be asking me, what are these foundations? Can we open to Luke 6? Luke 6, 46. Luke 6, 
46. It says, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I tell you? Everyone who comes to me and hears my words and does them, I will show you what he is like. He's like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when a flood arose, the stream broke against that house and could not shake it because it had been well built. But the one who hears and does but the one who hears and does not do them is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. When the stream broke against it, it immediately fell and the ruin of the house was great. The ruin of the house was great. Now let's read the version of this in Matthew 7, Matthew 7, 24. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does them and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat against that house and it fell and great was that fall of it. Do you know if, if not that it was Jesus that was saying some of these things? Some of us will say the person that is saying this in is a prophet, is a prophet of doom. Jesus is saying, for the followers of Christ, your faith will be tested. How will it be tested? Whatever the life you are building, whatever you're building will be tested. How? Flood, rain, wind is going to come. My goodness. It says, but the man who built his house on the rock is a wise man. Amen. But what is this foundation that we are talking about? Paul in 1 Corinthians 3 says, this foundation is Christ. Amen. This foundation is who? Christ. He is the cornerstone. He is the chief cornerstone. For every child of God, we are not called to build on any other thing. We are to build on Christ himself. Because the rain is going to come. The wind is going to come. In fact, fire will come. Earthquake will come. Now, architects, I think there are technologies now to, to stabilize buildings now, right? So, um, I, was, I was, can you remember when Turkey had that seven point something earthquake and about 60,000 people died. One of the issues, one of the things that happened was, as the earthquake happened, not every house fell down, so we're falling later. Because Turkey is prone to earthquakes, the government had instituted something where every house is to be built with that kind of like structural stability that is able to withstand earthquakes. There's an architect looking at me weirdly. Please, I hope I'm not, just nod if I'm saying the right thing. Am I saying the right thing? Okay, thank you, sir. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so, but what happened in Turkey is people started to bribe governments. So they started to erect buildings. Sounds very familiar, right? They started to erect buildings without building those things because it was, it was costlier. Do you understand? Old buildings were supposed to be reinforced to at least withstand these earthquakes, but newer buildings were supposed to build to have that kind of structural integrity to withstand an earthquake. And 60,000 
people died because people wanted to bypass. If you don't build your foundations now, you'll pay for it in the future. No matter how big you build a house, no matter what you put inside of it, no matter how much you paint it, if you, all you put up is the facade of the house, we cannot see the foundations. We may come and clap for it. You may grace architectural digest. But if the foundations, <laughs> if the foundations are not strong, what happens? Everything collapses. You will pay for it. So Jesus is saying, how do you build the foundations of your life? Luke 6, 46. He says, anyone who does my word, who hears my word, please, I hope you're listening to this. Everyone who what? Hears my word, then does my word. He says, like a wise man that what? Digs deep. Let me ask the architect again. Shade, the higher you go, the digger, the deeper. Oh, thank you, architect. I was supposed to be an architect, so then, no. I got to SS2, technical drawing, machine drawing, machine, machine drawing, but where you do all those things. I was like, nope, not me, Nehi, nope. And I went to do my computer something. Um, um, do you understand? See them now, they are walking around with hearts under the sun, fighting laborers. Do you understand? Me, I'm with my computer. Amen. <laughs> okay, okay, but. Um, so the, 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 the higher a building, right, the deeper its foundation is. Abi, and it needs to be reinforced with stronger materials, right? Abi, architects, building engineers, thank you. Amen. Many of us, we have ambitions. We want our marriage to look this way. We want our businesses to look like a particular way we want all of this have you ever seen a business that or something oh it looks so beautiful on social media what you ordered or what you saw what you ordered but but what you got like completely different we do that to god what the lord is ordering is what he sees in you what we are giving him is something completely different. Jesus says, a wise man, what? He digs deep. Who dug? He's like a man building a house. Who what? Dog down deep. For every one of us, please, I'm begging of you. This is not the time to be playing around. This is the time to be building foundations. Good marriages are not built by accident. Great businesses are not built by accident. Are you listening to me? Not like success in life is not built by accident. And please, money in your bank account is not success. So success, as we see defined by God, is not by accident. A foundation, something that has to go deep. Your roots have to go deep so that you can withstand the earthquakes, so that you can withstand the winds, so that you can withstand the rains. Hallelujah. What the rains come, when the rains come, what happens? The roofing is supposed to shelter us from the rains. Amen? The, 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 the walls should shelter us from the winds. Just look at the, the, the estates that suffered needlessly, I think, two weeks ago. 
because someone neglected. Someone thought they could get away with it and someone died two weeks ago because of man's carelessness. Now, it may not just be physical dying in your own life, but you can only pretend to us. Are you listening to me? We can come and gather and look good and clap our hands and go back. We can do, we can um, speak Christianese. We can say all these things. But God knows. And when the storms of life comes, would you have built a house of cards? Or would you have built a house on the rock? Amen. The first thing I told us this morning is we should look forward. We should stop looking back. And that's what happened to Lot's wife. She kept on looking back. Look forward. The second thing I said, we should look forward to what? A city which has what? Foundations. That foundation is Christ. Christ is the chief cornerstone. We are not to build on any other thing. We are not to build on any other thing. So stop comparing your life to other people. You don't know what's going on there. Now, branding. It's branding. You don't know what's happening. Stop saying, stop saying uh, a couple goals. They pose for the picture. I'm not saying it's everybody. Do you understand? I'm just saying that it's, it happens. What's that prayer we, we say? Um, besides God's when. Okay, the story is God when. We say God when. Ah, God is saying God forbid for you. Because he can see. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. He can see and he's saying, my daughter, my son, I want more for you. This is the time you should be digging deep. This is the time to what? Dig deep. And Jesus says, how you build foundation is by what? Hearing. 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 Amen. Amen. Is by what? Hearing, number one. Number two is by what? Doing. Because if you hear and you do not do, it's like a man who sees his face in the mirror and forgets what he looks like. So you must learn the art of listening to the voice of God. You must, you must cultivate hearing God's voice at every junction in your life. You must cultivate listening to the instructions of God. There are things you should not do if you don't hear the Spirit of God say, Go. We've entered into projects. We've entered into relationships. And you now come out and you say, I, something was telling me. It's God that has been telling you. You're saying something. He spoke, but you quenched his voice. So two things. How do you hear the voice of God? You go to the word of God. Amen. You go where? To the word of God, number one. Number two, you pray the word of God. Hallelujah. You study the word of God and what? You pray the word of God. One of the best things that happened to me was after I gave my life to Christ, the Lord said, speak to no one until you've spoken to me. And I wake up in the morning and it was hard. Many of us, the first thing we do is our notifications. First things we do is our phone. And whoever has your ear, has your day and who and and if that is a consistent thing you've not just given a person your day you've given a person your week your month your year and your life so if we give our ears 
to the Lord. If the first voice we hear is the voice of God, amen, we receive clarity. We receive direction. We know what to do. We know why we're doing it. We know when to do it. He tells us how to do it. Hallelujah. Then what we have received, we pray it out. Amen. We pray it out. Hallelujah. No more, Lord, save me. Give me rent, money, pay my school fees. No. Lord, I want to do your will. You are hearing, you're looking forward to the city that has its foundations and, and the architect and builder is God. Hallelujah. You are praying those prayers. You're praying prophetic prayers over your marriage. You're praying prophetic prayers over your business. You're praying, you're not just saying, Daddy, Father, Lord, God. Oh, Lord, God, Father, God. Now you are praying scripture-driven, intentional prayers because you have heard the voice of God. You have heard the word of God. Glory to God. Amen. So you study. Hearing is what? Studying and prayer. Studying and what? Prayer. Then now we now move to doing the word of God. We move to what? Doing the word of God. So an example, if the Lord says, forgive you, what? I need you guys to be louder. If the Lord says you should forgive, you should what? Hallelujah. I just felt some of you just, the chains were were just released. Hallelujah. Amen. And don't worry, all of us. That's why Jesus said you should do it 70 times 7, because it's not easy. Do you understand? And 70 times 7, it's not that you forgive 70 times 70 times in your entire life. Is that the offense, not that you offended me yet, is that the, <laughs> the offense Theo makes to me, if he makes a particular offense, I will forgive that offense. Do you understand? 70 times If he does a second one, I carry another abacus. Do you understand? And I start counting. Are you with me? So the first offense is counting. The second one is counting. So we are forgiving. If you look at his face, you forgive him. If If you hear his name, forgive him. Even if he's not the Theo, do you understand? He's another Theo. It happens now, Abby. You just hear somebody's name. You just, ah, amen. We should not just be hearers, but we should be doers. Because hearers, we should not be ever learning. Ever learning. We're just filling ourselves up with nice things. Anything the pastor says, ah, you're happy for it. But as we live here, the word dies. God forbid. Amen. We should be doers. That's how the word plants in our hearts. That's how, according to Jesus, you become a wise builder and you dig deep. Your roots go deep. You know, many of us think that this spiritual life, you want something. I'm telling you, no matter how many impartations you go for, if you don't give yourself to the spiritual disciplines, the things you're struggling with will not leave you. No matter how many impartations you go for, if you're a minister of the gospel, if you don't give yourself to the altars of God and, and, and praying to God, nothing. If you like, dye your hair like your favorite pastor. If you like, dress like him, sound like him, let your intonations do like, you know, go work. It won't work. Give yourself to building what? Foundations. So the peoples of one city, hallelujah. How do we build foundations? By hearing. And by what? Doing. By what? Hearing and doing. That's how we will build a community. That's how we'll build a people. That what? Last forever. Because the winds will come. I'm telling you, the winds will come. Every day the winds will come. There's always a reason to give up in ministry. 
there's always a reason. Or let me, no, let me rephrase that. It feels like there's a reason. Amen. But for Jesus, amen. And if a minister of the gospel, if you're not building on Jesus, my goodness, every other thing will crash. It, it, will, it will fall. So if we are not building this house on Jesus, uh-uh. Jesus does not play with his name. Do you understand? It will, it will fall if we don't build on Jesus. If you build a ministry, a church on the pastor, it will fall. It will crumble. Are you listening to me? What I'm saying is one city church, our foundations are built on the chief cornerstone. And the beautiful thing is that Jesus is not just the foundation, but he's the architect. And he's the builder. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Philippians 1.60 said, he will finish what he has started in you. Amen. Amen. So we are a masterpiece in progress. God is taking out, but he's putting in himself. He's giving us love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I've been blessed. I've been blessed. Amen. Amen. So, I think many of us, are, one of our prayer points should be, Lord, it shouldn't be, Lord, take away the rains and the storms, but Lord, strengthen me, hallelujah, for the rains, the winds and the storms, because God wants you to be planted. God wants you to be a house built on a rock. Hallelujah. Amen. So you're praying for God to take away pain or what feels like pain to you, but God is using that to refine you. God is not saying take that away. He's saying that I want to strengthen you. Hallelujah. Amen. So it's time to dig deep. Glory to God. Amen. One more time. Tell your neighbor, look forward. Look forward. Number two, tell them, build deep foundations. And lastly, say, build strong foundations. In Jesus' name. Amen. I hope you've been blessed this morning. What we'll be doing during the next 14 weeks is pursuing Jesus. Building our lives on the word of God, building our lives on God himself. Hallelujah. So he shows us the blueprint. He shows us the, the, the map of where we're going. And what? We give ourselves to him so that he builds us upon his word. And he is his word. Hallelujah. Anything we build that is not built on God, it will crash. But not in this house, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I prophesy over these your sons and daughters. I pray that they give themselves to the hearing and doing of your word in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, thank you because we've entered the second half of the year. Lord, we repent if we've not given ourselves um, 
to you totally in the first half of the year. But Lord, going forward, we want to make a commitment to giving ourselves to you, giving ourselves to the study of your word, giving ourselves to praying your word in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, let the, that which you've said over this house, that the peoples of one city shall say to another, let us go and seek the face of God. Let us go and seek his blessings, that that shall be true in our midst in the mighty name of Jesus. Therefore, I declare that our lives, our houses, our marriages, our businesses are built on the chief cornerstone, are built on Jesus Christ in the mighty name of Jesus. I want you to use two minutes and just pray over yourself. And I want you to ask the Spirit of God to reveal areas of, 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 of your life where you know the foundations are faulty, where you know the foundations are shaky. And I want you to say, Lord, I'm giving you every aspect of my life. I'm handing it over to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Ask now. That's the beautiful thing about God. We can build again. He's in the business of restoration. He's in the business of restoration. So ask, say, Lord, my home is built on you. My marriage is built on you. My, my financial health is built on you. My emotional health is built on you. My family is built on you. My church is built on you. Come on, open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray. Pray this that the spirit of the Lord is leading us, is building us. Um, Peter says that we are his spiritual house being built, being built by God himself.